just jumping in really quickly at the start of today's episode to tell you about some upcoming opportunities to see us live in the flesh. And you can see us live at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival 2024. We are doing three live podcasts on Sundays at 3.30 at Basement Comedy Club, April 7, 14 and 21. You can get tickets at dogoonpod.com. Matt, you're also doing some shows around the country. That's right. I'm doing shows with Saren Jaimana, who's been on the show before. We're going to be in Perth in January, Adelaide in February, Melbourne through the festival in April and then Brisbane after that. I'm also doing Who Knew It's in Perth and Adelaide. Uh, details for all that stuff at mattstewartcomedy.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to another episode of Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnicky and I am sitting here with Jess Perkins and Matt Stewart also sitting. Oh, we are. It's so good to be sitting here with you too. Why has it taken us this long to get chairs? Uh, we know we were, we were modern uh, modern podcasters or at our standing desks. Exactly. Mm. Good for the the lower back, is that correct? Yes. Yes. Or upper back. All the back. All the mid, back. Mid back, your side obliques. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I don't know fully know what that means, but I remember seeing that in an advertainment infomercial. There we go. <laughs> at some point, and I find they talk that entertaining. about it. Really uh, works your side obliques, and I'm like, that sounds sick. I think it's like your side abs. Yeah, yeah. It's basically trying to give you like a 19 pack. Yeah, which I got. I bought that, the product. Obviously, I would annoy the shit out of me. <laughs> it would really piss you off. Where? Yeah. Where's the odd numbered pack? Is it in the middle somewhere? Yeah, you've only it's got under your belly button. You've got five side obliques. Very oh, strange. That's so annoying. So, I, and I'm with you, Jess. Either get rid of one or get one extra. Yes. Which is an option. Just work out harder, Jess. No, I'd add one. 20 pack. Great. 20 pack. Good value. 20 pack for the price of 19. Love it. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you, want to, do you want me to ask the question that gets us onto the topic for today's topic? Fuck. 
Is that podcast? Podcast. Yes, which is what we do here in the studio. Yes. We're in the studio here. We Jess? are. Yes. I'm sitting in the studio. On a chair. So I've written two questions in case the first one's too hard. Let's see how we go. That's uh, condescending. Doesn't have much faith in us, does he? I mm. go straight to question two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to get Question one is, in 2016, which company sold over 75 billion individual units? 75 billion. Bitcoin. 2016. Is it uh, Amazon? Units. Oh. I mean, there's probably multiple answers for this, to be honest. That's one of the reasons why that question's hard. All right, question two, please. Which company has been named Toy of the Century twice? Toy of the Century. Barbie. It's not Barbie. Good guess. Oh, that is good. And it also could be true. I don't know. There's probably many Toys of the Century. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there should be. There what should are be good one. toys? Um, Slinky, which we've talked about we'll on talk a about Patreon Slinkies. bonus episode. That had a crazy backstory. Yeah. Um, uh, toys. Toy. I'm so out of touch. Um, it's uh, a big, just think bigger brands. It's Power not, Rangers. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's famous for its system. Nintendo. It's older than that. All right. Rubik's Cube. It's four, four letters. Pac-Man. First, <laughs> first three of them spell leg. Lego! No, I'm sorry, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Legu. 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 It is Lego. Well done, Jess. Thank Another you. win to you. Jeez, Dave's ordinary at guessing things, isn't he? I'm just a getting man who... much better. Yeah, you are. That's right. Dave built his whole reputation on trivia knowledge. And he... No, no, I built my whole reputation on guessing, which is why this is terribly embarrassing. <laughs> Terrible. Lego, cool. So Lego we... is cool. So I don't do want maybe you're gonna say this, Matt. Are you a Lego fan, Jess? Oh, sure. Who isn't a Lego fan? I like building shit. I love Lego, but I don't like following instructions. That'd be right, you bloody renegade. That's right. No, I see That's I would have picked you. Wouldn't check... you have picked Dave to be the type who like takes the instructions out and does them step by step? Oh no, I I get to step one and go, no, <laughs> I don't understand this. Right? Yeah. He's well he can't like he can't follow a basic recipe. True. true. It's a very true. similar thing. Dave, can you read? Yes, but I don't read in order. <laughs> okay. God, reports must be confusing for you. They are. Wow, okay. You should see how he's written them out. Yeah, it's a real mess. But Try somehow to... they come out mm. beautiful. It's, yep. it's choose your own adventure. At the end of every paragraph, it's turned to page 12. Yeah. <coughs> Continue reading. There you go. Matt, are you a follow the instructions kind of guy? Yeah, I love I love to follow instructions, but it's fun to get a just a big heap of Lego. I assume I haven't done it in a very long time, but just to make make something up, that's good fun. Yeah, that's bloody fun. That's what fun. I tend to make would be a um, a sword, or a tower. Yeah. Or um, a castle? log. Oh, logs are <laughs> or... fun. A log castle, log hut. No, oh, that's good. Uh, log, log flume. What I'm saying is, I just stick them all together in a in a tall pile. So fun. Yeah, so fun. Yeah. And then kick it over. A big finger. Yeah. So fun. So fun. Dave pitched an idea to me before. Oh, you probably don't want to go public with it yet. I can't remember what I pitched, so <laughs> let's find out. He said, you know, fingerless gloves. He oh, said, what yeah, about... Right. Copyright before we go into this. Okay. Nice. I, I, have... think, I think we're protected now. Thank goodness. I have actually filed a lawsuit against <laughs> anyone in advance. There's wow. some lawsuits in this uh, report. Um, but the yeah, he he wants to have gloveless fingers. So you got fingerless gloves. 
That's so stupid. What about people that have hot, hot so basically, palms? Who basically, the fuck has hot palms? And also those bits that they're cutting off for fingerless gloves are being wasted. Yeah. You recycle those. You've got a whole new product. Put a bit of marketing spin on it. They, they, they'd also they... work as bespoke condoms. <laughs> are they separate or are they joined so that because like do i have to put on each you have to put them all on. i think That's you've got to put them all on either way stupid. but yeah that is pretty stupid dave but if you had them tied when jess wasn't here i didn't realize that's because so we, we went for we thought maybe we could go for like um you know you've got like um armless vests um, vests. vestless arms no a vestless arm vestless arms because people are chopping off the arms and throwing them away but some people have cold arms yeah you just put them but on hot your chests you are idiots. Well, the to disagree. The reason you have fingerless gloves is because you can't do anything with gloves on. So if you just had the no, fingers for, no, on, that's for people that enjoy only using their palms. Okay. Yes. You are, I'm not. You're not using the company credit card for this. I already have. No, Dave. We've got nine hundred thousand fingerless gloves being ordered. Why nine hundred thousand? Well, it's actually technically nine million because there's ten of them. <laughs> ten in a set. Are they all the same size or do you get specific oh, no, thumb ones? I'm not an idiot. I don't know that that's true. <laughs> Look at him. He's not an idiot. Matt gave me a lot of seed funding. Matt. I gave him a box of seeds. Okay. Is that what? Those are du- that's a dumb idea. Okay. Well, how about my next idea? <laughs> Well, let's 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 see if we can learn anything from Lego, Dave. Okay. And and by the end, maybe you'll have a new idea you could pitch us. All right. A magazine called New Idea. Yes. <laughs> or Poo Idea, as you pitched on Josh Earl's podcast during the week. Yes, we were did. on. Uh, oh, Broden did so. We were on uh, Josh Earl's great Planet Broadcasting podcast. Don't know who I am. Jess and I were with uh, Broden Kelly and from Auntie Donna and Joe Stanley, and it was very very fun. It was so great. I suggest you check it out. Really fun. You should go check that out. But in the meantime, while you're going, if you're going to go check that out, if you want some sort of thinking, talking, uh, here's a report about Lego. <laughs> All right. Um, so we're going back to 1916, the small village of Belund in Denmark. 1916. Well, you know, this is pre-Lego, but we're just we've gone a little bit back before that. A carpenter named Ole Kirk Christensen bought a woodworking shop and started producing wooden furniture and things like ladders and ironing boards and stools and stuff like that. Fun stuff. Real fun stuff. Uh, I should say, obviously, uh, before we go any further, that Ole came from a large Danish family. He was the 10th son. Mm. Wow. I wish I had a Danish translator because what I would ask that person is, Mm -hmm. do they know what it was causing it? (laughs) What it was causing it? (laughs) (laughs) You've translated that into Danish and back again. Yeah, some, something's lost in translation yeah, there, yeah, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Slightly... What's the Danish word for fucking? Duntu. Okay. Um, uh, things are going along okay. I did read in different. Some of these years have been. I've read differently, but um, I'm just going with these ones. I think they're right. Things were going along okay over the initial few years until 1924, when there was a fire in the shop. Possibly started accidentally by his sons. That is not a good a good time for a wood like that's not a good thing to happen in a woodworking. No, no. And it you wasn't know? it wasn't the last fire it's, they suffered either. It's so flammable. Wood. Yeah. 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 Sure My parents is. have a fireplace, and they exclusively put wood in it. When oh, they, imagine when having they a, want a, fire. a fireplace factory. That would be flammable. Oh my god! My parents exclusively burnt gasoline. So wow. It's, my parents own a gasoline factory oh, where they no. manufacture gasoline <laughs> and they have a side business 
Sparklers. <laughs> oh, this is dangerous. That is a, not a savvy business choice. But they? Yeah, they make it work. Thought about gloveless fingers. <sighs> they have. They have, like everyone has. <laughs> and immediately decided it was stupid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. So the fire burned down the whole shop and their family home. Oh, no. Rather than let it... <laughs> were they separate buildings or... I think that, yeah, they were, they were in close proximity. Oh, my goodness. It would just be like a terrible coincidence <laughs> that they're on different sides of town and it happened at the same time. It's it's one t- fire. That'd be terrible. I know. Wow. It skipped 900 houses. <laughs> that is unlucky. You know, yeah, that would probably seem a bit sus. He also had a big insurance payout the next day. <laughs> uh, so he, he took that as an opportunity to start again and build a bigger and better workshop. Didn't let it, didn't stop him. Yeah, love that attitude. Phoenix rising from the ashes. That's Ole that's for you. <sighs> Great name too. Uh, the bumpy early years continued for Christensen, Ole Christensen's business uh, when the Great Depression hit a few years later, meaning they had to lay off, some said all, some said most of their staff. Uh, I watched an animated documentary. It was on one of the um, Lego's YouTube channels. I went for about twenty minutes. It was really good um, about the history of Lego, right? And then, and I'll, they talked about this next thing better than I could, right? So they uh, Ole came in uh, to sit with his wife Kirsten in the lounge room. Mm-hmm. So they're both sitting on chairs in the lounge next to each other. Ole tells his wife that things are tough. And he's just had to lay off his last worker. Um, he took it really well. The guy was a class act. Anyway, um, Kirsten replies in the in the in the cartoon. I know it's hard to understand, but at least now it can't get much worse. Right? Oh no, that's never good. Then the narrator comes in saying, "But it did get worse." Yeah, there we go. Shortly after, Ole lost his wife, and then she fades out of the picture. What? She has just said it can't get much it can't worse. get much worse, and then within seconds she's fading away to death. Jeez. It was amazing. And is it aimed at children? <laughs> I think so. Oh, well, wow. it was it was the most brutal bit of theatre I've ever seen. Wow. I'll uh, I'll I'll link to that later. But man, I my mouth was wide open. Agape. Agape. And it did, was a gay. Did she have that. an expression on her face like she could hear the narrator? But it did get worse, and she's like, "Oh what? No!" Oh! <laughs> Sucked away. Avenge me! <laughs> the narrator did it. <laughs> and then the, the like as it went on, you realise that the narrator was Ole's grandson. Anyway, it's great, great. Um, spoilers. Sorry about that. He had a grandson one day who <laughs> oh. went on to narrate things. So this was 1932 when she died, and things were at a, at a very low point. Business was tough, so Ole started uh, looking for alternative ways for his business to make money. And this is where the idea of making inexpensive toys came about. Things didn't turn around at first. Uh, in fact, things remained bad, and Ole needed to borrow money. And according to an article on History.com, uh, his siblings tried to get him to stop making toys, but he refused even when his siblings tried to make it a condition of a bailout loan. Oh. He was really committed to the idea of toys. His siblings are like, it's not It's not helping. We'll give you money. If you... So they had an intervention. Yeah, basically. Making toys. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a couple of, he's really, he's a, he's a big believer. Mm. Um, in 1934, he changed the name of the company from what I think was Blund Woodworking and Carpenter's Shop, catchy. Uh, Very to, close to bland. Yeah. <laughs> he changed it to Lego. Ah. Do you guys know where, where, the, where the name Lego came from? 
It's an acrostic poem. Yes. Oh, great! Oh, I didn't. It's know not that. It's not that far off. But yeah, what what is what is legendary eggs go oh, uh, outside. <laughs> I mean, go you could have said on, could have said on because like, like our podcast is called Go. Well, Dave, it's not about us. It's not about Dave. It's no. about Lego. It was you getting to the letter O going, what what, what stands Outside. I, I like, stand by my end. I like the idea of O just continuing the O from Go. Go O. <laughs> I'm not going to call it this leg. That'd be fucking dumb. Um, so you don't know, Dave? I had a feeling you might know this because it's a, it's a bit of a classic trivia bit, but maybe it isn't. Maybe it isn't that. Maybe. Is it not legendary? I feel like I've seen it in a quiz at some point. Maybe not. Uh, Anyway, so it comes from a Danish phrase, leg galt. I'm probably not pronounced that right, obviously. And that translates (laughs) and (laughs) translates to play well. Um, They took the first two letters of both words to make the word Lego. Play well, according to the Lego website, is not only their name, but also their ideal. Oh, okay. they didn't realise at the time, but Lego uh, is also Latin for something like I put together, apparently. They didn't realise at the time. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have Google, no. Dave. But, I mean, that's exactly what they, they ended up becoming is putting stuff together. That's amazing. Yeah. So at the time, their early toys weren't, uh, you know, the it wasn't bricks and stuff like it is now. So it didn't it wouldn't have made that much sense at the time because it wasn't assembling toys. It was already assembled wooden toys in those early days. Mm. Um, Ole's son, Godfried... That's probably not right. Godfried, Godfried, Godfried. There's a D and a T. G O D T. God, Godfried, Godfried. Let's call him God. God began. That's oh, going to be confusing. Godfried, Godfried. <laughs> How many times are you going to reference God apart from Godfried? Freddy, call him Freddy. Freddy. Freddy began working <laughs> at the company when he was twelve. Um, All right, slave labor. And Ole drummed his motto into the boy, which oh, was, was "Only cool. the best is good enough." He would say that to his son while hitting a drum as he marched around the office. Only the best is good enough. At any hour of day, he would wake him up with the drum. What does this mean? Only the best is good enough. Very good. Back to sleep. Why are you awake? Only the best sleep is good enough. Get maximum REM sleep. I want to see those eyes move. Rapidly. More rapid, <laughs> rapider. <laughs> uh, apparently at one time, uh, Godfried excitedly told his dad that he'd saved the company money by painting only two coats of lacquer on the toys, but all they made his boy unpack all of the new toys and give them their third layer of lacquer as only the best is good enough. Wow. All uh, I prov- proved to be a... <laughs> Ole proved and proved to be a very good toy maker, though his sales skills weren't amazing. Come on down, Ole's toy store. We got bricks, we got blocks of wood. We're making our toys. I'm sorry, it's really hot in here. I'm so nervous. Hi, I'd like to buy one toy, please. What? Oh, okay. I'll go somewhere else. No, wait. I'll spend my money down the street. No. (laughs) That's my artist's impression of... Is that, is that how the animation worked, man? That was very similar. Um, mm, mm, mm. Well, well, not quite. Um, he, they did have, they had a big buyer come in. It was a, 
a big toy bar, like a middleman kind of guy. And yeah. he said he made a big order, right? Top hat. He had a, his tie had a dollar yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. This video it was a big was wig. Super subtle. Mm. Yeah. Okay, no. uh, but this guy, so they made all these toys for him, and I was like, things are picking up. Um, but then that guy went bankrupt, unfortunately. And things, but things did get worse. So oh, it, no, <laughs> not again, not my wife. <laughs> She's gone. So he had to. Um, he had all these extra toys. So he started going around, apparently, you know, shop to shop, trying to sell them to toy store, well, grocers mm. and whatever. Um. And he had some success, but he didn't make a lot of money because he was often trading the toys to stores for food, which was good because he had a few boys and he was a single dad now. So they He could... had a few boys. Had a few boys. I think he had four boys. Oh, wow, okay. Including got a freed. <laughs> um, but so the, the business grew and the wooden toys were selling all over Denmark. One of the iconic toys he created back then was a wooden duck uh, with a mouth that opened and closed as you pulled it along. Apparently these originals are now massive collector's items. I'm trying to find one to see how much they cost now, but I, I couldn't find any for sale. They're that rare. Yeah, super rare. You find a few pictures of them around, but um, I would guess, and this is purely entirely made up right now, but I reckon they'd be worth billions of dollars. I was going to say hundreds of thousands, so somewhere in between, I reckon. Okay. Dave, any thoughts? $48 million. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere in between. Somewhere Great. in between. Great. That is actually that is in between. Yeah, yeah, no, we we both agreed with that, yes. Yeah. We know simple numbers yeah. like... What's bigger? <laughs> what's bigger? What's we, bigger? We've all played the game, what's bigger, Dave? What's bigger, Dave? <laughs> I was Fun always... game. <laughs> um, in 1942, uh, the... The sec- year was 1942. <sighs> yes. And the Second <laughs> World War was um, roaring along. Germany now occupied Denmark. And things were tough once more. Ole's factory suffered another fire, once again meaning he had to start again, which he did obviously. Um, after World War II, the world had changed uh, and so had the world of toy manufacturing. Oh. Many of the manufacturing products had been used up by the war, so alternatives were sought. Uh, I'm not sure if many wooden ducks were required in the war effort, but either way, this <laughs> was the turning point where many manufacturers started looking to plastic as the future. I feel like the wooden ducks were the turning point in the war. Yeah. Yeah. Really got our boys over the line. Yeah. Yeah, our I think boys. Hitler in the end actually killed himself with a wooden duck. Yeah. <laughs> Just smacked himself over the head with one. <laughs> and that that one is worth billions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. the most expensive one. Um, advances in plastic technology helped make it uh, make it a cheap alternative. Ole bought Denmark's first plastic injection molding machine in 1946 and started testing it out for toy manufacture. Oh, cool! Yeah, it was actually uh, because of uh, one thing or another. The Danish um, government said you, they weren't uh, allowed to be used until uh, 1940. Nine, I think, or a couple of years later. So he wasn't a- able to sell products from it for a couple of years. I think, I think, while I was still recovering from the war and yeah, getting uh, getting things back in order. But in the meantime, he's kind of perfecting how to do it, which I think is clever. So clever. All yeah. right. So he so he's practicing. Bit, yeah, yeah. Like in, he's just in not selling anything. So by the time him. he can, he, at least he's got the expertise to do it. I hope that's good. Uh, by 1949, Lego was making a plastic product called the Automatic Binding Brick. Catchy name. Yes. ABB. ABB. Ab. 
Uh, according to the History.com article, Lego has said that the fact that the name was English, not Danish, was an homage to the Allied forces that liberated Denmark and put an end to World War II. Uh, History.com also mentions that the toy was inspired by a set of self-locking bricks invented by a British company called Kittycraft. Lego says Kittycraft told the company uh, it was fine to use the design. Um, But in 1981, Lego formally bought the rights to Kittycraft bricks from their inventor's descendants. Wow. But at the time, they were like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it sounds like they were pretty cool about it, but they, yeah, they basically just ripped off the idea. Um, Kitty Craft. Kitty Craft was a British one. Some of the things, some people say the the British version, the Kitty Craft version, you know, was a bit blander. The colours weren't as vivid and that sort of stuff, whereas Lego uh, and some of those early famous versions used small amount of colours, but they were pretty bright, like uh, red, yellow, blue, black and white, I think. White, were, yeah, I've seen that. At one point were, and, and I saw somewhere that that was inspired by a Danish artist at the time. I think the guy does that, that famous sort of block-coloured paintings, but I could not find another reference to that. I saw that in one in a, in a doco. Was Kitty Craft uh, K on the craft? No. Oh, you fucks. Yeah, they... You idiots. Missed a bloody trick there. Wow. It's, it's K-I-D-D-I and craft normally. No. Idiots. That sounds more foreign than Lego does. <laughs> kitty. <laughs> oh, that was adorable. Do that again. <laughs> Where's the kitty? Kitty. I like the idea of sounding more foreign, seeing as both are very foreign countries to us, but... Kid- to, foreign to the English language. That's what I meant. Kitty. Still let little things out, Dave. And that... uh, the English language, of course, being the greatest language of all. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these first Lego bricks look almost identical to the modern Lego block, uh, only they didn't click together quite the same as modern bricks. They they would sort of sit together, but they wouldn't bond nicely like they do now. Mm. They wouldn't really click in and, and be stable and on each other. You can't get them apart sometimes. No. You're like, got to get a fucking fingernail in there. Can I get this one off? Oh. <sighs> Jess is furious. I've dug up some pretty bad stuff, haven't I, Jess? Yeah, I'm mad. <laughs> uh, for a while now, Ole's son, Gottfried, had been working for the company. Apparently he started there when he was about 12, I said earlier. Mm. He's uh, a CEO now and he's 15. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here, Dad. <laughs> he's walking around with a coffee mug the whole time. It's pretty close. He's about to get a promotion. Uh, together they made some improvements on the Kitty Craft design and started selling the blocks in 1949. They weren't an inst- instant success but rather grew in popularity over time. Um, some of those improvements were like the colours and other things, but they were pretty similar. Mm. Um, right, but it just took a little bit of time to get it out. took a bit there. of time. They were trying to get it out. I mean, at, before they're they're not a popular toy, so it it feels like a weird idea that they would be such a big toy, little blocks to me now. So in a world where that wasn't already a thing, I imagine that people would have been taking some convincing. Hey, kids are going to love this little blocks. They click together. Yeah, it's and I suppose fun. there's probably less toy crazes back then because there's not like TV advertisements pushing them and yeah, that kind of stuff. Like you know, these days, how every year there's a new hit toy. Yeah. For that Christmas that sells out. God, let's invent a toy. Yes, our fingerless gloves also can be a toy. You wow, know. that's great. Yeah. Put little smiley faces on them. Exactly. And they're <laughs> the kids will go wild for them. Red, yellow, white, Fucking blue. Fucking dumb Black. kids. <laughs> no. Sorry, that last bit will leave that out of the ads. Yeah. <laughs> leave that out of the, <laughs> the ads. 
<laughs> Give us your money, you dumb fucks. Oh, are you still recording? <laughs> oh, oh, no. I can only afford to have it done once. Oh, no. Put it out. Why is this ad going out live? <laughs> Godfried was appointed junior vice president on the day he turned 30. I think that's my favourite position. He's been there for 18, junior vice president. <laughs> to me, it's like the brigadier of the business world. Yeah. Junior vice president. It's the classic Homer line when he gets to give himself his own title <laughs> and he gives himself junior vice junior. Is He's the only employee of the company. <laughs> no, no, no. Junior vice president. <laughs> so good. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. If it's your first ever website or your business is expanding... Not in a way that's like, oh, my God, it's expanding like yeah, yeah. More physically. Like it's growing more customers, yes. more interest. Not like it's going to explode. Yeah, not like it's a building that's like blowing up and yeah, it's, yeah. oh, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. And I don't think they mean for marriage. You can sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical or digital products or you offer services like massage or oh. nails. Oh, my gosh. Or uh, consulting. Should we, after this, get mani-pedis? <laughs> Babe, I've already booked us in. <laughs> um, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. You know, what about blogging tools, you yeah. might be asking? I like to blog. I love to blog. I like to blog. I like to vlog. Yes. Well, Squarespace has powerful blogging tools to share stories, photos, videos, and updates. You can categorize. You can share. And schedule to make your content work for you. Scheduling is the best. Oh. Yeah. It looks like Jess has just uploaded something, What it? but it's like 3 a.m. in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the exact time I wanted to do it in New York City, baby. Exactly. Capture that New York market. Yeah. You mentioned vlogging as well. If you're into vlogging, you can organise your video library, showcase your content on beautiful video pages, sell access to your videos with member areas. The possibilities are endless. Now head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Uh, in 1953, the automatic binding bricks. Catchy name. Ab. No? What do you think? Automatic binding brick. I mean, it sounds like nah. something that would work your core. <laughs> Cyber bleaks. <laughs> you think? It sounds more like that than a child, children's yeah, toy. Yeah, it sounds like something they'd be an ad for at 4am. Father, for Christmas this year, could I have the automatic binding bricks? Hmm, <laughs> Jimmy, we'll see. <laughs> well, yeah, you guys are right. Because they rebranded in 1953 as Lego Murston. Or in English, Lego bricks. Ah, yeah, that's good. I like it. Like nice it. Nice and simple. I'm predicting big things for this Lego brand. And from now, the word Lego is starting to be printed inside all the bricks as well, which oh. is a classy thing. Early on, there wasn't, but now you see. I think even on the little dots, yeah, maybe it says Lego. It's crazy. So, do you reckon the original ones? They'd also probably be collectors' items. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, big time. Um, I think even even like modern Lego people. 
pay big dollars for Lego. It's a weird thing. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. Mm. I think there's places they'll they'll buy it by the um by the kilo sort of thing. We'll buy your Lego like those we'll buy your gold shops. Oh, right. I think it's true. I think that's true. Unless I made it up. <laughs> hey, if you did make it up, you should make that your business. Yeah. yeah. The side business to the fingerless glove. That I would back. The fingerless glove? No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I thought I had you on board. You also said fingerless glove, which is already a fucking thing. Oh, sorry, it's the gloveless fingers. No. Gloveless fingers. Gloveless yes. fingers, which no. Are, gloveless fingers are great for getting those Lego bits apart. No, they're not. Yes, they are. It'd be, it'd be harder. You can get your hand on there, get the grip of the palm, but then the bit, no. you don't hurt those your delicate fingers. Uh, yeah, maybe the fingers aren't woolen knits like I thought. Maybe they're sort of like rubber or something like you're using, for, you know, those gardening gloves where you, you, yes. you want the grip of the glove. But it's too hot to be covering your whole hand in a sweaty glove. Gloveless gardening fingers. Yes. That's what you're thinking. I hate I don't like this. it. Gardening fingering. Spin-off product. Fingering. Fingering gl- in, in the garden. Is that what, how you're going to market it? Fingering in the garden. Yes. So you know and when you have to like, product. you know when you, you put you push your finger down into the dirt to put a little seedling in? You know how we all do that all the time? Yeah. Well, you don't need a whole glove for that. Just for fingering the soil. Put on one of Dave's patented rubber finger finger dingers, <laughs> and you can finger that soil to your heart's content. Yep, and I will. And you're good to go. Plant your seed. <laughs> Move on without leaving <laughs> any muss, any fuss. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, side podcast idea: Dave's wacky inventions. No. Okay. I will not guest on that podcast. That's a, like, maybe a fun Patreon bonus episode we'll okay. do, Dave's we all, Wacky Inventions. Oh, we all bring in an, an invention. No, I'll just bring in my 10 best. We'll call it <laughs> Dave, Dave Shark Tank. Mm. Yeah, and you can be my investors. You each have $10 to invest. Do we actually have to bring $10? Please. Oh, I've got to get $10. <laughs> hey, guy, hey, Dave, can I borrow $10? No sure. reason. No that worked out really well. Matt also needs to borrow $10, please. I don't worry, I'm rich because of this first invention. <laughs> uh, a key moment of Lego's history occurred when Gottfried met a purchasing agent on a ferry. They started talking about toys and the purchasing agent lamented to Gottfried that toys lacked system. They were all individual and didn't play into anything greater, any bigger system. And this is where Gottfried's vision for the Lego system of play came from. He wanted all Lego products to fit into the one system of play. What do you mean by system of play? Like, just let kids play. Well. No, you've got to play within this system. <laughs> there are rules to playing. Well, it's, There's it's, structure. Play, toys lack structure. Yeah, they do. It's less about that and more like they're all, it's all. It's such, such a, 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 a whim-wham. It's a mishmash. A mishmash. A whim-wham. It's pandemonium. Wimwam, thank you, ma'am. Yes. But no, thank you, ma'am. Wimwam, no, thank you, ma'am. So yes. any Lego things, he wanted them, you know, you buy one set of Lego. He wants that to be able to work if you buy another set of Lego. Sure. Um, Which is cool. So up until this point, they're individual. They don't all block, block together. Yeah. They don't, and Well, the bricks do, but the other pieces, you know, other things come in all different shapes and sizes, you know, little figurines and whatever are all very different. According to history.com, designed on the principle that all blocks should interlock and be interrelated and increase both the imaginative potential of kids and sales, kids and sales, 
The system became the foundation of modern-day Lego. That means that any Lego block produced since 1955 can interlock with any other. That's, right up to the ones made today. That is cool. So all those generations. Yeah, yeah. that's you, pretty amazing. You kept your but also, like, child's grandfather's. They Lego. haven't changed their product <laughs> <laughs> since 1950. Oh, the they've changed, Jess. Strap in. Oh! Oh my God! Well, you know, don't yeah. strap in. Well, I'd, he... I'd sit on a normal chair. I'd have no option to strap in. <laughs> With the new system of play now on the market, Lego made its first genuine push to export their products. Gottfried travelled to Nuremberg in Germany to demonstrate the new product at a toy fair, and according to the Lego website, reactions were not positive. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they didn't got, get on board early. Bricks. What are we looking at? Imagine going to a toy fair and people are doing like they've got things flying through the air and <laughs> things flashing lights and stuff, and there's this guy going, "Look, oh, got these little bricks, huh? Pretty colours. Huh? Huh? They interlock. It's a what, system. That's what they used to be called. Uh, in 1958, it's a real big year for Lego. And after testing a bunch of different designs, they settle on a stud and tube coupling system. Ah, oh, right. Stud and tube. Mm. Sounds uh, like a pub. Stud yeah, like an English, an old English pub. Yeah. Now the bricks can lock in properly to each other, and this is the same system that is still used uh, today. Again, have not changed their product. <coughs> so you understand what that means, the tube system? So, you know, underneath you'll mm. see there's, uh, depending on how big the brick is, there's little tubes inside, and because of those, the little studs on top lock into place. So it's, ra- a, it's, an, it's a fascinating thing that I... Never would have thought about, but yeah, obviously that's like integral to the success of the whole company. And they and some people I saw interviewed on, in Lego are like this. This is the biggest moment in the whole company. They're putting these little tubes in there. God, imagine the the Friday drinks they would have had that week. <laughs> would have gone off. Yeah, a few studs and a few tubes that night. All right. Do you okay? Do you reckon um, like the Lego office? Everything's made of Lego. Matt, can you confirm? Uh, everything is awesome. There's no doubt about that. But I'm, it's a song from the movie. I got it. Dave? Yeah, I got it. I saw it on a plane once. Nice. <laughs> I've been nice. Planes. I saw it at oh. the cinemas. Oh. Yeah, in country Victoria. I don't know. Anyway, I... <laughs> <laughs> I've said too much. <laughs> the, 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 they, they, it looked like a pretty normal building. The older ones definitely were. But now they're making some wild things. There's this house of Lego. That they're building, I think it's in in the original uh, town, and it is sick. They've got this tree that's all made of Lego, and built into it is the history of Lego, and it's like multiple stories high. Wow! Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. I, I haven't written anything in the report about it, but it's um. And then from above, this building looks like lots of big coloured bricks. Real cool stuff. All right. <laughs> Dave is speechless. Yeah, that's. Ama- I think we've got to add that to the Dougal on World Tour of places to visit. Yeah, oh, I'd love to. It's going to be a year-long tour. Oh, two years. We're going everywhere because <laughs> we are overly excited about things. <laughs> yeah. Everything is like, whoa! whoa! <laughs> Lego tree! <laughs> whoa! Uh, things seem like they couldn't get any better, but they did. <laughs> Okay. In 1958, Ole Kirk Christensen passes away. I'd, look, I try to riff that, but yeah, he died. Uh, is that the what, narrator again? <laughs> things couldn't get any better. But they did. What year was that that he died, sorry? 1958. Right, okay. 
was a big uh, year for the company. It was a big year for the company. And uh, so Gottfried took him over as the head of the company. So now he's no longer junior vice president. No, he's, he's given himself the title of senior junior vice president. So <laughs> things boy. are on the up. That a boy. Well, like, I hope he got a new office for that one. Mm. Uh, five years after launching their system of play, Lego suffers its third massive fire. They had so many big fires at their what? factory. Again, in the wooden toy factory, because they were still manufacturing their wooden toys, but it wiped out uh, all that side of the business. And rather than rebuild this time, they decided to move forward exclusively with plastic toys. Wow, that's a big... Like, it makes sense now, but that's a ballsy move yeah. at the time. Yes. To be like, nah. It was a bit of a gamble, and especially because um, uh, Ole's brother, I think, or one of the a family member ran the wooden toys uh. section of the company. So it's basically saying, we're cutting your thing. And he went off and started his own wooden toys company, I believe. Yeah, which is now obviously world-renowned. Yes, I hadn't. I, I, I um, Sure. My point being, fuck off wooden toys. <laughs> oh, poor wooden toy man. <laughs> Uh, at this stage, the company... Give the times. Yeah, I'm with you. At this stage of the story, the company employs about 450 people in the small village of Blund. 450? God, it's really quite massive. Oh. Yeah. Already. Uh, and they say that in that town, if you don't work at Lego, you are directly related to someone who is. It's basically, it's such a big thing in the town. I think the current population is around 6,000. And I think that that's probably grown with Lego. So I assume it was even smaller then. So just a huge... Portion of the town works for Lego. Uh, by this stage, Lego is setting itself up overseas as well. There are uh, uh, Lego France, Lego Britain, Belgium, Sweden, Finland, amongst others. Uh, and though they wanted to move into the American market, they weren't confident to go in alone. So they licensed their products through the Samsonite company, who are famous for luggage. luggage. Yeah. Apparently, the Samsonite boss um, came across Lego Mr. while he was traveling. Through Europe, yeah, Mr. Samsonite. Or oh, Sam Sonite. Ah. Uh, <laughs> so when he. Mr. Sonite. That took Dave too long to get. When he. Um, no, I was just uh, fully appreciating great humor. <laughs> Respect. When he, when he was over, he loved it. So he got. He came home with uh, extra baggage, extra um, suitcases all filled with Lego bricks. We've all got a bit of baggage, mine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've got a bit of baggage. Just got to work through, get a therapist, talk Dad, it out. I've got daddy issues. Mr. Sonite's got heaps of baggage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, in 1963, oh, well, I should have said um, it wasn't super successful for the Samsonite that um, them licensing, it didn't take off in America. So when the license lapsed, Lego went to America alone and they had have had a lot more success. Hmm. Be interesting to hear what our American... Um, Listeners think of Lego if it had a similar impact over there. Uh, it, soon after this, it, it came to Australia as well. Mm. Um, it was set up here. And obviously, yeah, in Australia, and it sounds like in Europe, but I'm pretty sure in America. It feels like it's basically a worldwide thing now. Yeah, I would um, have thought so. And is it true? Well, I, I don't know. Is this, uh, is Adelaide calls it Lego? Yeah, they say Lego. Does anyone else in the world say that? I don't think so. I was, I was half expecting it to be the proper way to talk because usually Adelaide say they, they talk better than everyone else. But right. Lego. They yeah, in this Lego. case, I think they're the only ones who yeah, say Yeah, South like Australians. That. You know New Zealand say Subaru is Subaru? Wow. And all well, Americans say Hyundai is Hyundai. 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 And Adidas. 
Yeah. Do we say Adidas? Yeah, we've had a few tweets when we said Adidas on one random episode. Yeah. People tried they to say work. Adidas. They didn't know what, what we were say? saying. Yeah, right. And I get that we all say things differently. I'll I'll always advocate. I think it's for that. fun. It's I fun. love that. Don't get angry about it. But is anyone Lego getting angry? Is silly. <laughs> but I, I was wondering maybe if that uh, maybe the Europeans say Lego, but you didn't. I don't think so. No, Not Lego it. is silly. South Australians, pull your heads out of your ass. It's Lego. <laughs> <laughs> Jess has thrown down the gauntlet. Well, we, we did get a bit of feedback after a recent episode about how we say asphalt. Yeah, and, and it sound, and I've I looked into it, and it looks like it's for some reason Australia and Canada is majority of people say asphalt, but we say it wrong. There's no H in that spot. It's it's asf- asphalt. Right. Right, yeah. We even got a tweet from an Australian saying, I've never heard someone say the H. But well, they're, 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 they're wrong. They're wrong, obviously. <laughs> they're from Adelaide, obviously. Because uh. it's it's definitely majority, I think, in Australia and yeah, Canada, apparently. Asphalt. I had a little crisis when the, I, we got that tweet, though. I was thinking, no, it is asphalt. I've said asphalt my whole damn life. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. I mean... It would have been real weird if the three of us who didn't grow up together. Yeah, we're the only <laughs> ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like I've grown up with you guys. Oh, in so many ways. My best years. We were just... Wasted on you. <laughs> <laughs> we were so immature when we got together oh, just a few years oh. ago. And look at us now. Uh, in 1963, Gottfried presented a kind of Ten Commandments for Lego. Love it, oh, I'd yes. love to hear them. I love a boss laying down some fucking rules. What, what is- Especially when you're coming in trying to, you know, set your own scene after your dad's been the yes. big boss. So, but, they're, you know, these are, they're all fine. I'll go through them if you like. Um, so these, these were what he said should be the 10 product characteristics. Number one, unlimited play potential. Great. Is that a rule or? Do not. Limit the play. That's all, Dave. Okay, um, sorry. Number two. Must be the products must be for girls and for boys. Yes, great. Three, fun for every age. Great. Four, year round play. Fuck yeah. Don't make it seasonal. It's not Lego for water. Yeah. yeah. In the pool, Lego. It's not Lego with fallen leaves time. No. Lego skis. It's not Lego you can only play with indoors. No. On a rainy day? No. Oh, yeah. Five. Healthy, comma, quiet play. Okay. That's oh, no, odd. That, what? Hold on. I've always played Lego <laughs> very loudly. <laughs> well, Click, I... clickety, clickety. <laughs> yeah, because I'm going, ah, <laughs> as I stick them together. And that's just how I like to play. My fingers jammed. <laughs> if only there was some sort of fabric in between that maybe I could wear some sort of gloveless finger. You've David, re- you have David, wedged that in between. David, one more time. Shameless plug. Come on, I need this. I will jump across this desk. He's and put his beat whole he's put his whole life savings. My life savings, yes. I haven't had a win in a while. So. Oh, I know, mate. I haven't had a win in twenty seven years, champ. Well, <laughs> You're a loser, Dave. Yeah. You're a loser. Yeah, but those first eight months of life were really good. So uh. What else are the rules? Six. Long hours of play. Oh, okay. That's good. I like it. you don't want it. It doesn't want to be something that gets bored quickly. What other uh, what other products could uh, could benefit from that kind of slogan? Long hours of play, cricket equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like what I was thinking. Sony yeah. Walkman. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> uh, seven. <laughs> Development, imagination, creativity. These are just like. Those are buzzwords. These are buzzwords, yeah. Well, I mean, they could have been their own rules each. He, he panicked. Yeah. <laughs> he started <laughs> panicking. He's got upset 10. 
Oh, it's got to be 10. Yeah, yeah it's got to be 10. All oh, right, so you just, just combine those ones. Oh, he's yeah. got too many ideas. Yeah, he's got too many. All right. Well, that's great. What but if we're combining, quiet and long play could be together as well. Anyway. Eight. The more Lego, the greater the value. Um. <laughs> Is that per kilo again? Or? Yeah. That feels like that goes Lego. without saying, I guess. But yeah, that's a kind of business basic. The more Lego. I guess he's saying let's give good value rather than yes. being tight about it. He's the one who learned as a child. Three, Three layers of lacquer. Yeah. Is that, I reckon that's the next next commandment. Yeah. Nine. Always three <laughs> yeah! layers of lacquer. Dave had a win. Yes. <laughs> uh, he's oh. merged that one in as well with extra sets available. What? Okay. <laughs> Is this just like a press release now? Yeah. <laughs> These are getting less fun. He's coming to the store to you soon. And then finally ten, quality in every detail. Okay, that makes more sense, yes. Or for our American listeners, detail. Oh. Is that right? I don't know. Someone says detail. Thou should not covet thy neighbour's wife's Lego. Ah. Yes. Yeah. Missing from the list. <laughs> so it was you on, it was can on, That was on the short list. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, can now. That was number 11. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that's got to go. <laughs> Gottfried had another vision in the 1960s. He had that vision earlier about the system. Now his vision was for a land made of Lego. Is this? Are these visions coming to him like he's some sort of like uh, he Moses. can talk to God? Yes, I think. He, he, <laughs> I think um, Moses came down with the tablets with the, <laughs> the ten weird ten rules for play. Quiet yeah. play. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, Moses. I got it down as number six. <laughs> But yeah, now this new vision was for a land made of Lego. It seemed he was truly losing his mind. <laughs> he's going to a board meeting and he's like, a land of Lego. That's it. I'm out. Make, Make it happen. It happen. <laughs> um, but he was a powerful man. I'm a cool boss. <laughs> CEO out. And gets in his chopper. <laughs> yeah, he just flies out. <laughs> Lego chopper is sitting on the ground. He's spinning the top by itself, yeah. making a... <laughs> He gets like 30 people to push it out, push it out of the office. Can't hear you. <laughs> Got to freak out. How do you say my name? <laughs> Even he doesn't bloody know. Uh, but he, he made it made it a reality, made this vision a reality. On the 7th of July, 1968, Legoland Belund opened, opened its gates. Would you, how like would you say really Belund? B-I-L-L-U-N-D. Belund. Belund. When Lagerland Blund opened its gates. Sounds good. So in its first season, they, he was hoping they would get something like, he, and it's, apparently it sounded like a wild idea, but he's like two or 300,000 people in the first year. Right. And he and they ended up getting 625,000 visitors. What? To this tiny little town with Legoland in wow. 1968. I can't believe that Legoland is 50 years old. Wow. With a, a population... Of around 6,000 as well. That so is outrageous. Just like the town suddenly of, people everywhere. Yeah. That, but, that but almost that, doesn't sound right to me. But that would just like, that would be such a boom for the local economy. Oh, be, imagine, for too much of one. Yeah, the motel that has nine rooms. Yeah, they're yeah, like, so, we are booked out forever. Yeah, 67 years. <laughs> Within seven years, the theme park welcomed its five millionth visitor. That's ridiculous. And I, I don't think I've noted this down anywhere, but apparently the second uh, he ended up one of the one of the family members, one of the big dogs, um, got an airport built there. What? <laughs> okay. Which is now the second biggest airport in Denmark. No. 
Seriously? An yeah. international airport, I'm guessing? Yeah, it's, it's all what? That's awesome. That big so train cool. station like that. Yeah, it's just really set up. And it's so, still only it makes, 6,000 people? Yeah, I'm doubting that more and more all the time. I only saw that written in one place, and I think it might have been in that Wikipedia sidebar for the ballooned um, page. So That's awesome. May may not be right, but uh, I believe that to be true. Um, and now there are many Legolands around the world. Have you ever... you? Half expect you guys to have been to one because you've you've both been to Disneyland's. No, I've I've been to places where you you see it on the list of things to do there, but I've never gone to a Lego land. I've been no. to I went to the Lego store in uh, in Manhattan or what's the what's that main part of New York? Is that Manhattan where the the big advertising section in the middle part? Times Square. Times Square is that man where? Yeah, Times Square. I went to a big Lego shop there. Is it like massive? Yeah, really big, multi-story. Uh, and that you could it'd just have big uh, things of each different color of Lego brick and you just want to shovel it into a <laughs> however many shovels of a certain color you want and stuff like that. Pretty That's fun. Awesome. Uh, but now there's Lego lands around the world, including one in England, two in the US, uh, one in the United Arab Emirates, one in Japan, one in Malaysia, and plans for new parks in China, Korea, and a third US park in uh, New York State. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I can't fully picture them. I think they're they're aimed at a, a slightly younger crowd. They've got roller coasters and that sort of stuff. Um, but they're I think they're more gentle kind of roller coasters and they're aimed at younger kids. Uh, but it's just like lots of big things made out of Lego. Yeah. Different cities recreated in Lego and Yeah, cool. So it's all this real, sort of cool stuff. A real family affair. I Ooh. went to the aquarium in Sydney one time and at the time they had like giant Lego uh statues and stuff as well. Yeah, right. And that was pretty cool. There was one that was like, was it Poseidon? The dude with the thing? Yeah, the god of yeah. ocean. Ariel's yeah. dad. Oh, Trident. No, he's holding a trident. I think his name was Trident. His name isn't Trident. His name's Poseidon. Oh, no. no. A trident, because that's three, isn't it? Try. Yeah. And he's uh, holding a three-pronged he's holding a dent. weapon. I really thought his name was... Uh, and what did you just Google? I'm Googling... Uh, okay, there's Ariel's a Wikipedia page called List of Little Mermaid Characters. And... Uh, Someone is going to get served here. And well, it ain't me, and I'm real happy about it. Uh, hmm? Hmm? Oh, he's gone... Triton to is the king of At- Atlantica. Triton? Yeah. Wow, so no one was right. <laughs> Who was closer? You Poseidon... Were. Triton. Who's Poseidon then? Poseidon's the real one. Yeah, this okay. one's fictional. I think. The, I think it's Poseidon's the, Greek, the real god of Greek god of the ocean, I believe. Well, then that's who it was. It wasn't Ariel's dad, but I thought they were this one and the same. Anyway, I, think, I imagine. I imagine Triton's probably based on Triton. Poseidon. Yeah, I know. I, I, it's a weird one. That's stupid. And he's so. holding a trident. Yeah, it's, I mean, come on. Anyway, sorry to derail, but that was my closest thing to. And he's the Lego king. Shit. He could name himself anything. Yeah. <laughs> Could it be called Gary Gregson? That's what I'd be called. I know. Oh, we know. Uh, in 1969, Duplo is launched. You guys oh, familiar with Duplo? Yes. I loved Duplo. Because it was easier for your tiny hands. Yes. Well, that's that's exactly what it was made. Bigger play for smaller hands or is something Duplo, like that. Is Duplo made by Lego? Yeah, it is. Well, I didn't realize that either. I didn't know that. I, yeah. I, com- that. I thought it was a competitor. Nope, they're all, all made by the same thing. So it was just a new line. They, they launched and it was, it was Really popular pretty quickly. 
1977, it had its own factory and it was own, you know, its own department and everything. Does it have a Duplo land? Oh, I reckon they probably buddy do, but I'd... maybe they have like a section of Duplo at, at Lego Land. Yeah, that makes know. sense. In 1977, Lego Orco also, Orco also welcomed the third generation of Christensen to the company when Gottfried's son, Keld Kirk Christensen, joins management. All right, his name is KJELD. Keld? Wow. Okay. I'm not going to do any better than you. I imagine sir. it's something like Geld. Just call him Kirk. Kirk. <laughs> Great. Uh, the Lego logo changed around a bit over the first few decades of the company's existence, but in 1972 they settled on a logo that, apart from a minor touch-up in the late 90s, is the same as today. Hmm. According to logomyway.com blog, the Lego logo features the word Lego. Okay, that makes sense. Almost didn't need to say that bit. I love This blog is so specific. <laughs> uh, spelled out in an original bubble-shaped font. And what do you reckon this font's known as? Lego. Yes. Yeah. Lego font. Oh. Woo! That's a point God, for... it feels good to, to win. Point for Perkins. <laughs> the letters are white and are surrounded by thin borders of black and yellow and are set against a red square background. Thank you, Logo Blogspot. I, um, it's funny because it, when I was reading this, or reading about it, I'm like, I could not tell you what the Lego logo was. And then I read that. And I'm like, oh yeah, I do, and saw it. Obviously, it's a, it is a very well known logo. I just couldn't picture it without seeing it. Right, but the description, you're yeah. like, yep, oh uh, yeah, I'm looking at it in my mind. Yeah, that's right. It says Lego. Yeah. And the rest, as they say, is red uh, background. <laughs> uh, it's thought that the background, specifically its shape, is a nod to the company's square blocks. That they are famous for. Oh. This is still from the blog. I'm not coming up with this sort of magic. Oh, myself. no, we know. Yeah. We yeah. could tell. <laughs> the font of the logo is meant to be soft and light, light-hearted. Mm. Its rounded edge, bubble shape, conveys an idea of fun and levity that is representative of the brand itself. It's, it's fun. It's fun. It's, it's light-hearted. light-hearted. It's soft. <laughs> it's rounded. You know? Gentle. No sharp edges. Unlike our product. <laughs> Which are all sharp edges. <laughs> and it's really painful to step on. Oh. Famously painful to step on. That's short shorthand for owie is stepped on a bit of Lego the other night. That's really short. I don't can't think of an example when you'd need such a shorthand. <laughs> you could just say Owie. <laughs> yeah. Or I stepped on some Lego. It's longhand for Owie. Yeah. <laughs> Is what I meant to say. Thank you. In 1978, another big milestone occurs when the minifigures are introduced. Oh, so until now it's just been bricks. Yeah, it's been bricks. There's been figures, but not these minifigures. They're sort of like slightly different. They're not fully integrated into the system figures. Got it. Because now they can stand on anything. Yes. So they <laughs> yes. Their, their feet and their butts and the back of their legs can all sort of sit on, on the studs of the Lego system. I know. I just said that. <laughs> I was trying to clarify for the listener. I'm sorry, listener. <laughs> trying but to clarify I, because you said it in such a wild but to be fair, way. I fucking said that. Uh, right. And also, you know, when I've got something written out, sometimes I just have to get through the end of the sentence. I oh, know. I'm sorry, Jess. 
Uh, it made for a new problem, though, as the minifigures could not fit in the existing range of Lego cars and other modes of transport. So the Lego designer started to design new cars, etc., to take this into consideration. How annoying is it when you can't get them into the car once the car is built? You have to build them into the car, but you forget, and then what you a- built the car, and you're like, fuck! What a life for that minifigurine as well. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't want to trap him in there. Forever. I mean, cars are just supposed to be an A to B kind of thing. We're not living in our cars. No, please. Unless you are, in which case, I'm sorry. Fine, and hopefully, you know, it's a comfortable car. My solution Mm. always convertibles. You never finish building the cars. I never put the roof on. Never. Even when it rains. Wow, Dave. Fuck them. Wow. Wait, is it, it like Lego rain or yeah, Lego you pouring rain. water on top of them? Yeah, which is Lego rain. That's true. Well, that's, yep. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Psychopath. According to, you guys aren't going to be surprised by this. Um, according to a survey from 1980, 70% of Western European families with kids under 14 had Lego bricks in their home. We're not surprised by that, are we, David? No. To me, though, I'm like, wow, that is a. Imagine having a product with those kind of numbers. Yeah, it's 70, pretty wild. 70% is huge. Huge. Uh, in 1989, I, there I had noted down, did you two have Lego when you were kids? Like it wasn't going to come up before now. But anyway, uh, in 1989, Ole Kirk Christensen was inducted to, into the Toy Industry Hall of Fame from beyond the grave. So <gasps> I have a seance? Yes. <laughs> he came and did a short speech. <laughs> Via Ouija board. Ouija board. L E G O. It spells Lego. <laughs> He's not finished. U T. Leg out. <laughs> oh, he's lost it. He's even crazier than his son. That's true. We buried him with his leg out. H E L P. That's enough of the Ouija board. Put the Ouija board away. Right. <laughs> what does he mean? He needs leg out help. What is that? Uh, Godfrey died in 1950. Godfrey died in 1995. I was going to say, wow. <laughs> Passing the company on to his son, Kjeld Kirk. Christensen. Oh, yeah. oh, it's a family biz. I love it. Yeah, it's still still owned by the Christensen's to this very day. That's so they so haven't nice. sold out to any bigger toy company. It's just that's the just them, yeah. So they would be multi multi billionaires. Yes, I think I have a figure uh, cool. a little bit later. Not, I don't think it's a wild number, but pretty obviously when you're talking billions, it's all pretty wild. Yeah, it's wild. And anything compared to podcast wages, pretty wild. <laughs> well, I worked out sure. a to, to get a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. On, on a wage of $10 million, you'd have to work every year for 100 years and not pay any tax. Isn't that crazy? $10 million. Dave. At, with expenses? No, and you're, you're spending nothing. Right. Well, that's impossible. Hmm. In what reality are you going to work under these conditions, Dave? What? Surely just give yourself another couple of million a year to, for spending. Okay, $2 million a year for spending. Okay. Still no tax. I could spend. Do you need two million for the year? I mean, if you're getting twelve million now, surely you can just make do with a couple hundred thousand spending money, even at some sort of luxurious standard. Yeah, that's pretty good. And then you've got you're gonna you're gonna knock that billion dollar target off in in less time. What about is that including um, compounding insurance <laughs> interest? I know finance. <laughs> I don't think you do. Oh, look, I know finance. Um, Dollars and cents, mate. If, oh. if it ain't making dollars, it ain't making no sense. The guy from the Black Keys sang that once in well a said. collab. Oh, uh, he did an album with hip hop 
rappers. Please oh go on. Oh my god, I'm very sick. I don't know if anyone's been able to tell so far. Yeah. My mind is not with me. If Matt knows anything, it's finance and rap. Yeah. <laughs> with your two strong suits. Yeah. What is Just that? last week you said we needed to get to know you better and we fucking know you, man. We know what you're like. <laughs> just just last week you said we wanted you should get to know me better. We don't like what we like. <laughs> <laughs> we liked it better the old way. Yeah. We were just a beard that talked. <laughs> the beard, beard that talks. <laughs> oh, that's, that's cool. A, that's an Enid Blyton series. <laughs> The beard that talks. A spin-off of The Phantom, The Ghost (laughs) Ghost That Walks. walks. The Hmm. beard that talks. The dog Uh, that porks. (laughs) A a trilogy, a triptych. Uh, So, Kyad Kirk... uh, (laughs) Kyad Kirk Christensen... Better. um, ...took on the top job, but he found it tough. I think he did come in at a pretty rough time to be running a big old-school toy company... Mid nineties, a lot of changes. Yeah, a lot of changes going on. Video game consoles are taken mm. off, and they're really eating into the uh, t- their toy market share. In nineteen ninety eight, for the first time ever, the Lego Group was in deficit, and in nineteen ninety nine, a restructuring meant that over a thousand jobs were lost at Lego. Wow! So this like, is the first time. This is the first real dark times since early on. So, like most of that, a lot of that town was. Out of job suddenly. Yeah, that's a, mm. well, I mean, that's, no, no, that's a, worldwide. That's obviously. from worldwide, yeah. So, but it's mostly that town. <laughs> yeah, I'm but afraid. there was only two people working in that Centrelink office, and then they needed heaps more people. <laughs> so about five hundred of them got jobs there. So they just switched straight across. <laughs> so that was quite smooth, and the other five were just doing sort of like working for the doll program. What would that, what would Centrelink be more broadly for international listeners? What do you call those uh, things? It's just like uh, unemployment office, I guess. Yeah, basically. Uh, by 2004, explaining jokes is always fun. Sorry, Jess. <laughs> it was very good. I just didn't want anyone no, to miss it out. It I wasn't. didn't want them to miss out. It was shit. I'm Sharing sorry, everyone. In case any blonde listeners uh, will go on, geez, that sounds funny. It's got a great rhythm. Yeah. Blond. Wish I knew what Centrelink meant. They just trusted meant. me. I said meat. I wish I knew what Centrelink meant. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we pronounce meant. Yeah, sorry. Victorian. By 2004, Lego were having a run of huge deficits. Mm. Kjeld decided to find a CEO who he thought could take the company forward in the modern age. Jorgen Vig Nudstorp yes. was chosen. Yes. <laughs> I would get that guy as soon as I saw his name on the resume. Yeah, I'd be like, you're hired. You're in, mate. Um, Save us. Do your best. He's like, oh, I've never been a CEO before. I'm going to guess right here before you even get there that he has lifted them right out and they're doing super well now. Well, okay. Say that he... Oh, my God, Lego movies. Yes, okay. He's going to fucking win. Thing... Woo, Jorgen! No, I'm Things go the couldn't get much worse. Oh. But they did. But they didn't. No, he did. Oh. He did do did do a really good job. But this oh. this signaled the first time that a Christensen had passed on the presidency before dying, and also the first time to a non-family member. So it would have been a hard call yes. to make. Yes. Um, but it, it feels like that's a that's a cool call to make when you're like, I don't. I think we need someone else. I think we need to change this over. Um, and since Nudstorp got the job, Lego has turned things around, going back to making big profits. Uh, in 2016, they had a 600,000 increase in turnover from $6.3 billion to $37.9 billion. Wow. And as- despite Kjeld handing over the reins, the company is still a family-owned business and he's thought to be the richest man in Denmark with over $5 billion. Only five. I understand what you mean. Yeah. 
So it's it's like, not crazy. But it's, but it's five, five billion. billion. It was more than five billion. It's five point something billion. That's heaps. That's huge. Yeah. I'm not disappointed. Oh, good. He's the richest man in Denmark. Yeah, I am. That's right. By, like, by birth. Yeah, amazing. And he's not even the president. Yeah, he's just, just enjoying that. What do you yeah. think he does now? Oh, I'm sure he's still quite active in the company. Yeah, I think he's still uh, in and around them. Junior vice president. Yeah. <laughs> he got his granddad's old job. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. That is sweet. Granddad's old desk. Oh, did he? <laughs> <laughs> is it made out of Lego? They uh, should. That's what I mean. Like their offices should be made out of Lego. Their desks should be giant Lego blocks. I, uh, they should be. They really should be. Except the chairs, because that would be that would be uncomfortable. <laughs> to sit that on. could be like really comfortable or not. You know, like the old taxi driver bead seat things. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you see them. I wonder how comfortable they are when I see those. Yeah, I reckon you'd, they'd take some getting used to. But then you couldn't sit on a normal chair. No. You know, you'd, have, no, you'd put beads too everywhere. Too smooth. Yeah, you, you go into the, you <laughs> you'd go be into putting that. beads under your sheets. <laughs> yeah, I'd be starting to wear beads. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing like chainmail beads, full outfit. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and then we give him a hug and it's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> takes some getting used to hugging. <laughs> <laughs> but it's worth it. Yeah. Get to know me. <laughs> Where can I take you? Ooh. I'm a driver. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think an Uber driver does this. Hug. Please stop. It's not a consensual hug. Okay, that's right then. A beady hug. So Lego's business is still built around the humble brick, but over the last few decades they've moved in many other directions with collaborations with large movie franchises such as Harry Potter, Star Wars, and superhero franchises such as Batman and the Avengers. I like that. They, They do DC and Marvel. Yeah, they don't fuck around. It was one of the commandments. It's for everyone. That's true. Boys and girls and Avengers. Yeah. Uh, but also coming up with original characters and spin-off TV shows of their own, such as their super successful Bionicle series. It's uh, been yes. out for quite a while and it's had a, a bunch of movies made. Uh, and also less successful things like Galador, Defenders of the Added Dimension, which apparently was a big flop. Sounds like it. Yeah, it sounds pretty bad. What was it called? <laughs> Is that what it was? Defenders of the Outer Dimension. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in 2014, the Lego movie hit theatres and it was a huge success with critics and at the box office, returning nearly $500 million from a $60 million budget. Mm. Uh, a sequel is slated for 2019, which I didn't realise. Did you know that? It's called, which makes sense, obviously. It's called The Lego Movie 2, the second part. Love it. I love it. It was also well received on the plane I was on. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Everyone cheered? Oh, we're all talking about it. Cheering. Really? Yeah, we all watched it in sync. It was amazing. Where were you going? Belund. Yes, Belund. Ah. So it was a Lego convention, so it made sense that we're all watching that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, they can't get enough of it. It does sound like it's a real, um, you know, it's almost like a cultish world, but I guess it would be. And they all talk about the system. And apparently some people are like... You know, they're, they're, they don't like how um, certain things are moving away from the initial brick. You know, some things are like you you shouldn't have all these extra parts needed to make like a the um, – what's the big spaceship from Star Wars? The Death Star. Death Star or the or Millennium Falcon. Millennium Falcon. They're like – which apparently that's the biggest Lego they've ever had a kit for. It weighs like six kilos Yeah, I think something. it was like $1,000 or something to buy it. Why? No. Seriously. That much? Yeah. But for the, the, the big one. Yeah, the, wow. the big proper – Life size. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, li- which – that's great value. My car cheap, would be more expensive than that, and it's fifteen years old. <laughs> no, it's a life size million. For the most, and I don't have any stormtroopers in my car. 
Thank you. <laughs> Someone had to say it. <laughs> I'm just saying. You're putting it on the record. $1,000, brand new Millennium Falcon. I'm assuming there's some Stormtroopers in there. Who's fly- like who's guarding everything? Stop looking at me like I mean, I'm an idiot. <laughs> so why do you want the Stormtroopers in there? They oh, shouldn't be in there. Oh, yeah. Han should, should get rid of them. Get rid of them, Han. Oh, yeah. Unless he's playing. Doesn't he dress as one at some point? But this is true. Yeah. Yes, Jess. That. Yes. Nailed you know, it. You know See, it. I got it. Love the references. <laughs> Good one. Obi-Wan. But apparently as well with the with that uh, model, a lot of those parts that were like the big round parts and stuff, they were from um, from different kits from a few years earlier. Like for the most, oh. they try to make it all fold back into itself, you know, oh. which I found, thought that was kind of cool. But, yeah, it's, it's interesting when some people are, like, disappointed with certain things changing, anything sort of deviating from the system, people aren't happy. They talk about it like the system is almost like a cultish status. Yeah, but just don't use that if you don't want that. Just don't buy that product. People, well, there's people inside working at Lego. Oh. Um, they've also gone in different directions. They found that um, uh, girls weren't playing with Lego as much as boys, so they made some more, um, more girl-friendly ones, which... It felt a bit like, a bit strange to me, like a bit old school sort of thinking about like slightly girlier, classically girlier things, mm-hmm. different colours. Like know. franchises. Well, they made they made the, the figurines, they um, redesigned them so they were like a slightly different shape, um, but they still fit into the system. Their feet still locking and all that sort of stuff. I'd never seen any of those ones. Yeah, I used to work in the toy department of a, a big department store. Right. And, uh, yeah, there was a range, which I can't remember the name of now. There's a range of, like, girls' Lego. And they'd just be in those small boxes. You know how you get, like, little boxes of Lego and it, yeah. you make, like, a motorbike or it'd be yes. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, but totally, you make girly kind of things. Like, like a motorbike. Like a motorbike. <laughs> With a basket on the front. <laughs> she motorbike, I yeah. think they call them. <laughs> uh, there's been a bunch of uh, legal action. I've pretty much come to the end here. There's been a bunch of legal action over the years taken out uh, by Lego against... Um, like competitors. Competitors who they call cl- Lego clones. Um, tryhards. <laughs> Lego tryhards. Uh, for the most part, Lego has been unsuccessful as courts normally find that the functional design of the brick is a matter of patent rather than trademark law and the re- relevant Lego patents expired quite a while ago. So they're trying to sue based on uh, the brick is our trademark. This is our, it's like iconically our but but courts dis- tend to disagree, and they're having to fight this in different courts, different jurisdictions. Right, okay. like sure. But like, does it disrupt their business that much, or are they? I don't think so. They're still the dominant force. Um, yeah, like I couldn't name any of their competitors. Yeah, over the years, the, the a lot of the competitors would advertise saying uh, fits in with Lego and stuff like that, and they would actually make them to the same specifications, which is interesting. That you can't feels like there should be something in there protecting you, saying. Sure, you can't. We can't protect the style, but to advertise saying that it'll fit in with yeah. this other brand, it's like basically saying it's exactly the same. But I obviously do not understand trademark law at all. Which is why you're going back to law school. Yeah, yet again. <laughs> I'll finish that damn course. <laughs> course. It's a course. <laughs> I'm doing it at TAFE. <laughs> you're uh, the L Woods of your TAFE. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Who's Al Woods? Legally Blonde. Oh, oh, Al Woods. <laughs> Great film. Oh, Al Woods. I thought like I was thinking Al Ron Hubbard. 
That's the only other L I know. L McPherson. Oh, you mean like E-double-L-E. Yep. Yep. L McPherson. Yep. L McPherson spells the name E-double-L-E? I don't know, does she? Yes. Oh. I've got a couple of fun facts to finish. Yay! Oh, Jess, you are not going to like this. Boo! <laughs> they're both, yes. they're really Dave-style fun facts. They're oh, both... Right. Heavy in stats. Yeah, they're more yeah. number Yeah. Number right, but how many billions is he worth now? Right now, give me an All exact... Right, I'll as... tune out for a I bit. think we should have, no, if you think it's fun, both of us, no, if you think it's fun, we'll say yay or you get to boo if you think it's not fun. Yay! But we can, be, we can vote separately. <laughs> Yaying the boo? Yeah. yeah. We can vote separately. Okay. Uh, okay, so this is from Mental Floss. In 1961, the Lego wheel was invented. T- today, Lego turns out more than 300 million tiny wheels per year, which makes them the most prolific wheel manufacturer in the world. Yay! Come on, that is amazing! You got me with the last <laughs> sentence. Yay! Yes, that is fun, Matt. So they make more wheels than any other tire company. Yeah. This is ridiculous. They're tiny. They're so, t- what are they for? Cars. Tiny Lego tiny cars. cars. Got it. Oh, so cute. Yay. Yeah, double yay. Oh, I feel like I should finish with that one. Oh. This one's a, this is all Dave now. You even glanced at me like, ah, ah. Maybe. Well, I just saw your body language like, oh, I'm a chance here. <laughs> uh, the second one, uh, so six pieces of two by four Lego bricks can be combined in 915 million, 103,765 different ways. Yay! <laughs> That's a yay from me. That's, that's amazing. Heaps. Yeah, no, I don't understand how it's. That's right. What are the dimensions again of them? Uh, the two by four Lego bricks. So six pieces. You know the two by four. Yep. So it's just six. so the dot studs. Yeah, yeah. The two. So the classic sort of brick. And six of those. Six of those. Yeah. How does it... Well, let's try and prove them wrong. <laughs> One is just them all stacked on top of each other. That one I like. <laughs> one is five of them. Is it how many of them? Is six. six. So it's five of them stacked and then one slightly askew. Yeah. It's, yeah. So it's just. <laughs> it's all these but I love it. <laughs> one of them looks kind of different if you squint at it. <laughs> That's a little different. Mark it down. <laughs> yeah, mark it down. 914 million to go. <laughs> Here, I've just laid the bricks out all parallel to one another on the table. Ooh, I'll spread them to the six corners of planet Earth. Oh. <laughs> Try and get them back together now. Six corners? Yeah. Lego was amazing. Lego world so good. I mean, Earth, I mean the, the phrase is four corners and that doesn't make sense either. <laughs> it's a sphere. Well, well. And everyone knows spheres have six corners. <laughs> Matt, those were fun facts. Never doubt oh, yourself. Great. Oh, that's so nice. What um, a great end to a great report. Yeah, or, or was that the end? Or was that was the end, Don't yeah. say yes. anything else. Yes, leave it there on a high note. Leave them wanting more. I want yeah. more. I want more. One more. No. <laughs> don't, don't do it. <laughs> I can't handle it. Yeah. That was great. That was great. So many fires. Three major fires <laughs> to the factory. No. I mean, that, that really... I'm glad they took the hint that wood was not... Good. Yeah. Don't go with wood. That was really ballsy, but it obviously paid off for them. And, I, yeah, I like that he kind of goes, you know what? I'm not doing best by the company here. I'm going to bring someone else Yeah, that, And that, it worked. Yeah, that did seem That's pretty cool smart. too. Yeah. And, and I, mean, would, I imagine that, like, the whole, like, to be the first in something like that mm, must have felt so much pressure. Definitely. To just stick it out and bring it around. 
But also so much pressure probably internally going, come on, we need you to fix this. Yeah, for sure. Do you understand that they're still the CEO now? Uh, the the guy took over. Yeah. Uh, he he stepped in a different role last year. Oh, okay, He's cool. the mega CEO. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Junior but, vice mega CEO. <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> he drives a giant Lego car. He could. He calls it a car. I got it. Yeah, he just calls it a car. When we stop recording, I'll show you some photos of this the Lego tree. Oh yeah, that sounds great. I've also thought of uh, of the thing we can um, allocate to our listeners who we're going to thank. Yes. Okay. So oh, yes. before we do that, it. let's say thanks everyone for listening to the show. If it's your first time, uh, appreciate that. If you're a big Lego fan, we've done a lot of other episodes, obviously that you can access in the back catalogue. And the other thing is, if you want to support the show, uh, the way to do that is via either sharing it with a friend because that really does get the podcast out there. If you, yeah. If you can't afford to give any money to our Patreon, which I'm about to talk about, if you just tell any friend about it, give them a topic that you think they might be listening in, download it onto their phone or whatever, that really helps us out. Yeah, peer pressure. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it helps. Or you can uh, give us a review. It's not all bad. No. <laughs> Which is yeah, exa- peer, group, peer group pressure gets a real bad rap. But it's all right. Yeah. In small doses. And it's not all bad is also what you could write on iTunes if you gave us a review. <laughs> it's not all bad. Five stars, please. Uh, that really helps the show as well. So that's something you can do without uh, contributing any money. But if you do have a couple of extra shackles you want to throw away, patreon.com slash pod. There's a link in the description to the episode. And in exchange for your generosity, we will generously give you two bonus episodes every single month that only those people hear. You can vote for the topics that uh, two out of the three of us report on, so you get to really shape the show. And also you get a shout-out at the end of an episode, and we're going to do that now. And Jess... Uh, We should say, sorry, Dave, at the moment all old bonus episodes are still... up on the Patreon, but I think we're we're going to bring that back down so it's only a, a recent certain amount of months. Yeah, so basically we've just kept all the old ones there, so there's 20 right at the time of recording mm. that you can go back through if you sign up soon, but soon because we think that it might be a little bit unfair for some people that are only contributing now, say the people that have been contributing for 18 months to get the same episodes. So we're thinking of putting... You know, just having the most recent 10 or something out there. But if you strike now, you'll get all 20. Yes. Yep. Strike while the iron's hot, as they say. And I think when we're thanking our Patreon listeners this time, we should give them positions within the Lego company. (laughs) Oh, great. Job titles. Fun. We've been changing their names a lot lately, but it's like, don't try and change them. They're perfect. Yeah. Let's just give them responsibility. Okay. okay. My names are pretty great uh, this time around as well, so... Oh, are they now? Are you yes. le- are you leading off? Uh, I'm happy to lead or follow. Oh, you obviously. Yeah, look, I'll go so... first. Sure. Okay, here we go. I'm going last. Okay, I'll go in the middle, and I chose that. <laughs> <laughs> that was my choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> yes, you are. Oh, well, let's thank some non-dumb people that contribute yes, to our Patreon. Marty's. All right, Matt, you're also keen to kick it off? I'm really keen uh, to kick it off. Uh, and firstly, from the state of Illinois, Oh, which is a, such a fun word to say. Isn't it great? Isn't it great? In the United States of America, I'd love to thank Michael Schneider. Michael Schneider. Michael Schneider. Head of HR. Wow. Oh, wow. That's a... He would not like the peer pressure we were talking about before. No, no but I was saying it's constructive peer pressure. Oh, okay, so if you say it like that to Michael Schneider, he's yeah. pretty on board. And depends on what kind of HR person. The most HR people I hear about are, pe- are ones that are bad at it. You know, the people yeah, who, who go, I went to HR and they said, mm. 
nothing we can do. Yeah, not just our do ju- your job. Yep, not our problem. Which is amazing. But, but not Schneider. Not Schneider. He's great. At- he's in there. He's on first name basis with all the staff. He's great. Michael Schneider, head of HR. He's Michael Schneider. Michael Schneider. Oh. I love. I just love that name a lot. Michael Schneider. Yeah. The advice. I can tell. Michael Schneider, the advice provider. Oh, oh yeah, that's says it on the door. Good. But he's got it. But you can't say that because he's got an open door policy. Yes, he's cool. Yeah, he actually doesn't have a door. He wears a t-shirt and jeans, like he's just really cash. But he's on a big salary. So, so if you got, a, if you got, if there's no door there. So if you got to tell him something pretty personal, you got to talk really quietly, or yeah. the whole office will hear. You can't close the door. Yeah. But I mean, as he always says, if you I'm can Schneider. say it to me, you can say it to the whole of Lego. <laughs> I don't care how private it is. Yeah. You know, as he always says. I've got diarrhea. Can I go home, please? <laughs> Tell it to the office. <laughs> I mean, Let I d- them decide. I just yelled it, so I think, yeah. <laughs> Barry, did you hear what Michael said? <laughs> He's also named Michael. <laughs> I could say. Got confused. <laughs> Thanks, Michael Schneider. I'd also love to thank from Florida, the Florida Keys. Oh, yeah. In the United States of America. Uh, long-time supporter, Odie Matthews. I mean, to be honest, all these people... I've been supporting for about the same amount of time because that's how we read them out sure. in order of when they came in. But I just, I'm just familiar with Odie's work uh, on social media. He's Odie. often in contact. So thank you so much, Odie Matthews. What would Odie, Odie's gig be? Dave? Um, head of International Marketing Research. Wow, we've had a couple of heads of departments so far. That's yeah. a couple of big names. Yeah. Big. Oh, don't worry, we've got some pretty boring office <laughs> workers coming up soon. Wow. Thanks so much, Odie. Odie International travels a lot for work. That's obviously. cool. To all the different Lego lands. Yeah. Man, that's that's a great gig. That's what I want to. I want to. I want to be Odie when I grow up. We all want to be Odie when we grow up. Also, also the name Odie is awesome. It is. That is so cool. I know. That is a great name, isn't yeah. it? What's Odie short for? Is it short for anything? Odorous. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not We're going to need to go to HR about yeah. that one. Well, yeah, that's why he shortens it. We've got we to gotta step in at some point. Just, yeah. That's great. Thanks, Odie. All right. I'm going in the middle as I demanded. <laughs> I would like to thank... <laughs> Third child. <laughs> All the way, keeping in the US, from South Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Ooh. Isn't that cool? Milwaukee here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would like to thank uh, Samantha M. Hitchcock. Oh, very good. Samantha M. Hitchcock. M in the middle makes me think she's very important. Yeah. Also, I think normally, yeah, that can often mean they work in entertainment, right, because they, they had to... Um, put their name on that on the register of actors or whatever. Yeah, true, right? True, true, yes, true. I think she directed the Lego film. Yes. <gasps> wow. Yeah. That's cool. Nice one, Sarah. And her name's God. Hitchcock. Yes. Exa- Do you think? <laughs> I, I no, it is. It definitely you said so. <laughs> Samantha Hitchcock. Samantha M. M. Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Not to be confused so with Samantha cool. Hitchcock. Oh, who, I, yeah. Who directed the third Die Hard film? Yeah, which nice. was still good. <laughs> yeah, sure, of course. But Samantha M. Hitchcock Lego yeah. Movie. And we appreciate that. Thank you. Not the big Lego Movie because that was definitely a, a, a different um, director. No, she, I think. Sorry, what I meant was she directed that uh, cartoon that you were talking about. Yes. On the Lego website. With the fadeaway wife. Samantha, that fadeaway wife was incredible storytelling. I can't wait to share that with the listeners. I I dream of one day being a fadeaway wife. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I just thought the script would have said in brackets, fade away wife. <laughs> and everybody just went, yeah, yeah obviously. Sad. No need to storyboard this scene. <laughs> Sounds like a, a, a feel-good sort of romantic comedy where the wife is a basketballer, right, in the WNBA. Oh my but God. she dies and comes back as a ghost. Because Fade Away is like a jump shot <laughs> style, but also she dies and she's the ghost member of the team, point guard, and they go on to win the championship together. I just had deja vu of sitting here how I am, which is looking through at you through my hand. I had deja vu of going, what are you talking about, Matt? <laughs> I'm sorry, Jess. <laughs> All right, I'd also like to thank from Dallas, Texas. Damn, that is cool. From Dallas, Texas, I would like to thank Michael McDowell. Hopefully not a relation of Andy McDowell. Oh, the worst. Hopefully not. I hope not. I hate Andy McDowell. I, think my- I was going to cast her as the fadeaway bride. Yeah, you would. <laughs> You're not an Andy McDowell fan. No. Really, what about that film with Hugh Grant? Yeah, she ruined it. She's actually terrible oh, in that She's film. really bad. I no, really it's not like her. Her, in... her character is Oh, not her a character good, is not terrible. A good person. Not a good person. Groundhog Day, though, she's great. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's all right. Ba, 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 ba. I would like to thank Michael McDowell, and I think <sighs> that it's possible that Michael McDowell operates one of the roller coasters. I was going to say that for someone! No, really? Yes! At which Legoland, I was going to say... The new Shanghai. Yeah, the new, the new Shanghai. Shanghai. He's transferred from the original balloon. Yes. Because he loves an adventure. And on the way there, he stopped at Dallas, Texas. That's awesome. Lived there for a few years. Yeah. Thanks, Michael McDowell. Keep operating that uh, roller coaster. Roller coaster uh, operated to the stars, Michael McDowell. Mm. Mm. Uh, Yeah, he works on the VIP roller coaster. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I would like to thank, if I may, if I please may. Please may you. Please may. <laughs> I'd like to thank from Ontario. Oh. Oh, that's cool. In Canada. Yes. Oh, stop. Greg Hazelton. <laughs> oh, Greg. Greg Hazelton. Fantastic name. I think what Greg's job is, he's, he's the head stud and tube checker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Checks that. every stud Checks and tube. Checks every stud and tube, which is literally billions Billion. a year. And he puts in long hours. But it never affects his attitude at work. No. He is so jovial. Yes. He lights up a room. He does. Greg. Greg. Here he is. Everyone <laughs> always says that when he comes. Bloody Greg. Greg's Greg. back. Greg. Greg. I love Greg. I love and, Greg. Um, Greg's- Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Greg is one of my favorite names. Do you think Greg, we were talking about it before we started recording uh, how names can be shortened. Do you think Greg. Is short for Gregory or Gregan? Gregan. Gregor. Oh, Gregor. Yeah. Greg is yeah. Greg's could be a lot of things. Mm. Greggy. I Greggy. <laughs> I always On assume his it says Greggy. I assume Gregory, but yeah, I feel like he might be a Gregor. Gregor. No, no, sorry. I, let me finish. I feel like he'll be a Gregor. Gregory. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> On you, Greggy. And finally, I would like to thank, and the reason I asked to go last is because I know this person. Greg? No. uh, From Singapore, she's listed here, but I do know for a fact she is back in Melbourne now. It's Stephanie Mitchell, who also goes by Stephanie K. Mitchell, if you want to. All the way with Stephanie K. Yeah. (laughs) That's a classic Degrassi chant when (laughs) Stephanie K. went for... Uh, junior body president. Exactly. Or junior whatever. body president. <laughs> That's not a Classic thing, is it? Is that a thing? Junior body president. <laughs> what a... What's she the president of? The junior bodies. <laughs> now, In so... a lot of way, a kid's head is the president of the junior body. 
<laughs> true, mm. true. Mm. Now, Stephanie Mitchell, what does she do for the Lego company? Well, uh, I met Steph when we were studying, uh, it was my first year at uni at ACU. She went on to study media communications, I believe. So maybe she is the... That's <laughs> something completely different. Head of media and communications. <laughs> For the Singapore branch of Lego? Yes. Wow. Whoa. She's back and forth. She travels. That's great. I wonder what kind of thing she communicates. Um, Love. Yeah. Is that, that's, wow, is that what they do? Yeah. Yes. Because I, I majored in media and communications. So I've always wondered. Sure always what, wondered. What I always wonder what that means. Me too. Yeah. Me. I don't know. I you were also, talking about that on Josh Earls. Yeah, that's right. All we three of us it. did media and communications and none of us know what it is. Oh, I, I, oh, I, I know it, what it is. Think, it's all about, you know, communication. Mm-hmm. I think it's, is it all about podcasting? Because we're all here. Yeah. Through forms of media. Yes. Yeah. Like a podcast. Yep. Media Solving. is plural for medium. So I know a bit about the form. Wow. The medium is the message. And look at us communicating right now. Let me stop you right there. I think it's the message is the media. Fuck. Is it? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> but yes. Who said it? Marshall oh, McClure? Wow. No, Marsha Hines. No, Marsha Hines. Troy McClure. Thank you. Troy McClure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We... We've lost it. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> oh, I coughed into the microphone. <laughs> I wanted to go to the side. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I hate these two. Oh, my God. I said that out loud. No. Um, I just want to go home. <laughs> no, thanks to everyone that supports the show at Patreon. And supports the show just by listening and telling people about it. That is uh, bloody cool. You can go to our website now, dogoonpod.com. Yes. Dot com. <laughs> Oh, dot com. Don't separate, type in dot that's com. That's a separate website Jess is working on. It has nothing to do with us. Don't look at it. It's not ready yet. Nothing. <laughs> Mum, don't come in. Dot <laughs> <laughs> uh, com. Do go on pod.com. On there you'll find a link to Patreon. you find a uh, link so you can suggest a topic. It's very, very easy. Just fill out a little survey. Tell us about the topic, why we should do it. And um, often if people do write why we should do that topic, it pops out better. So amongst the thousands, it's easy yeah. to see. Uh, you can uh, get in contact at any time. All the links are on our website to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, email. And you can buy merch. Yes, merch. That's very important. You click our uh, yes. store on dogoonpod.com. It takes you to Redbubble and the designs come up on T-shirts. But if you uh, deliver a clicky, clicky, clicking, you can find <laughs> that... Made in communications degree. Yeah, <laughs> you can find they also come in other, on other things, even like our phone covers. Com. Or, com or, or pants. <laughs> they com. They, com, on they com on other things. Oh, yeah, you can... Just... com. At the moment, there's two designs, but we've got uh, more designs coming. One of the designs, uh, which I came up with, hasn't sold super well, so feel free. I think we've sold some of them, though. Yeah, but a it couple says, have gone through. Jess and Matt. And Dave and Ringo. Yeah. Like the Beatles shirt. So, yes, it's, it's a comprehensive listing and ranking of the talent, uh, how talented we are at drums. Oh. Cop that, Ringo. <laughs> no, he's actually really good. He's not even the best drummer in the in the podcast. <laughs> hey, fuck you, Ringo. He's not even on the podcast. I'm losing I my mind. I love Ringo. Please help no, me. He is, he's, a, he's, a, he's a treasure. The fat control. The way he got back to Marge after all those years. The beautiful really, soul. That's really, mm. And speaking of which, Jess, we'll get back to your emails real soon. I'm up to date. <laughs> no, it's amazing. You do great. You do great. <laughs> but you. I haven't been getting back to our pen pals lately, so I've got to gotta pick up our game. Get on that. And you've got the best writing of the three of us, so you better get on that. <laughs> do we have pen pals? No. Oh. <laughs> but we could get a P.O. box if people want that. Ah, people probably don't want that. Okay. <laughs> 
Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, I will say thank you and goodbye. Laters. Oh. <laughs> Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hey, this is Matt. Sorry uh, to drop in here like this, but I was editing the episode and I realized that I didn't thank uh, the people who suggested the topic. And it's probably, I reckon, the most uh, suggested topic ever almost. It'd be very close anyway. So here are a bunch of names uh, to thank for suggesting this topic, including Jen Jen Rosie Dawson, which is a sick name. Actually, this is a great batch of names, to be honest. Uh, Chris Day Kerry. Awesome name, Tyler Spiwak. Holy shit, that's a good name. Melissa Beach, can't be a real name. That is an awesome name. Jean-Nicolas Burdon, who's from French Canada. So I think I nailed the French-Canadian there. Also, Andrew Cookson, who actually works for Lego. Um, and that is a pretty cool. So hopefully the show wasn't um, wasn't too shit for you. Who knows? Probably knows everything. Um, <laughs> he's... He said he'd like to hear us uh, chat about our childhood's own experiences with Lego. Something I didn't mention in the episode is I remember one of the uh, Lego kits I had as a kid was this game with the dice and stuff and you had to move the Lego bricks around a board. But I cannot find anything about it on the internet, so I fear that I may have made it up. But anyway, that was from, you know, obviously a long, long time ago from my childhood. Um, also, uh, Jasper Nolte suggests this topic and Lowen Joseph's. Also, Vincent Vinnie Burrows did, who's a Lego collector. Uh, Dylan Byrne, who's uh, suggested so many topics over the, over the years. Sterling Ruiz. Uh, and Habib, who uh, also had this little fun fact uh, to say, which I, I didn't get around to saying in the episode, obviously. So I'll say it now. But the plural of Lego is just Lego, not Legos. Lego, like moose. Uh, I have not checked that uh, to make sure, but I do believe. Habib, I trust him with my life, so I'm I'm willing to put that out as a fact. Anyway, back to wherever I'm slotting this into the episode. <laughs> Is that for me? Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.